Indeed, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first and the last. Our creator, our sustainer, the most kind, the most giving, the most forgiving, the oft forgiving, the most generous and the most gentle and the most subtle the hidden but also the obvious the all-knowing and the all-seeing and all-hearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is no other there is nothing like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our source of origin the source of origin of everything that exists and whatever does exist it only exists through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his permission with his will. Salawat and salam be upon his final prophet and messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his pure family, noble companions, and all true believers until the very last day. Out of Allah's ample mercy and wisdom, he blessed us with special days and nights. Every minute of our life is a very important blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to us. A great favor. Even our lives, our shared existence is a huge blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But out of his ample mercy and wisdom, he chose that there are some still days and nights which are better than others. In other words, there are some times which are truly blessed. We, right now, are in a season that we call a truly blessed and special season of worship. One such season has just begun. Today is the second of Rajab, 1443. We all know what is ahead of us. The month of Sha'aban, Rajab, in our tradition is seen as the month of our Lord, our Master, our Creator. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attributed this specific time of the year to Himself. And I'll focus talking about that. What should that mean to us if we have the knowledge that this is one of the four sacred months and it is actually this time of the year that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose for Himself, attributed to Himself out of all other times. But then the following month too, we can't disregard, neglect. And many people do, unfortunately. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ, who was sent as a mercy unto the mankind, helped us by attributing that month to himself. So the month of Sha'aban is the month of our beloved Prophet ﷺ. And we will try to develop a truly special link with our master and teacher, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, our true role model. And then of course, after that, hopefully we'll be quite ready to receive our own guest, the month or the time of the year that belongs to us, the ummah of the beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the month of Ramadan. So, what are we supposed to do now, right now, the best remedy that you can gain is the one that works immediately. 
the best advice that you can receive is the one that you can apply immediately in your life. So why should we delay? Without any hesitation, this is the right time to prepare for the blessed month of Ramadan. It is the right time to invoke the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Turning to Him truly with our hearts and our limbs. We want to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with our hearts and all of our bodies, our limbs. In other words, one of the best ways to connect with the divine at this special season of worship, at this special time, is to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance. To make tawbah. It is one of the best. And many of our scholars who have reached really, really high levels of spirituality, they've said this practice of tawbah is very interesting. It seems that we just can't move off the starting point without it. It's absolutely with us and it has to be with us at the very beginning of our journeys towards Allah. So to begin properly in your spiritual ascent, you have to repent. You have to turn to Allah with all your heart and all your body, all your limbs. That is your starting point. And as you travel along the way, you will again need to turn to Allah and again with your whole heart and your whole body. Along the way, in the middle as they say, and right at the end, the tawbah is always there. And the true believer will always make the most of it. So they say, our bodies are like vehicles means Allah created us in this shape and form it is ahsan taqweem the best of shapes and forms but yet it seems the purpose is not this body to indulge this body in any way or form to me this body is just like a vehicle a means which is taking me from one station to the next and the very fuel for that vehicle of ours is tawbah. The very few, okay, in our journeys to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, according to our scholars, is the practice of tawbah, the practice, the regular practice of turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance. This is very interesting. We know that hadith, and I'm sure all of you know it, in Bukhari and Muslim and all famous collections of hadith. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told us in a very powerful way actually, he said, قال عليه الصلاة والسلام عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه والله إني لأستغفر الله وأتوب إليه في اليوم أكثر من سبعين مرة وفي رواية مئة مرة So the Prophet والسلام, he made this very strong oath. He said, by Allah, verily, indeed, I seek forgiveness from Allah and I turn to Him every day more than 70 times. 
and in another version or narration hundred times. And believe me, if you read the books of Hadith, you will read accounts of certain Sahaba, companions of our beloved Prophet who would say, especially younger ones who were curious to observe the way the Prophet came into his masjid, the way he sat down and what he did, how did he behave himself, conduct himself. So they would say, like sometimes we get closer to the Prophet and we would notice that he will not leave that particular posture without saying at least hundred times Astaghfirullah wa tubu Ya Rabbi ghfirli wa tubu alayhi wa ya ghaffar ya tawab One of those terms the Prophet will constantly utter with his blessed tongue. Now, if we think about it, Ar-Rahma Al-Muhda, the special gift from Allah unto the mankind, the best of all beings, the best of Allah's creation. Yet, he would seek forgiveness so many times every day and turn to Allah in repentance every day. How is that? There are scholars who tried really to understand this. It's difficult, of course. But we have a kind of explanation which may make some sense to us. And I hope some of us will be able to relate to it in some way or another. They say, this is the best of mankind whom Allah forgave all of his sins, past, present and future. So what was there to seek forgiveness for? They say that the Prophet was in a continuous, constant spiritual ascent. His taraqi was a continuous one. He will not stay in what's at one station, like we basically start at the first station, and some people may take a lifetime to move from it. But they may manage to go on to the next station and then stay there for some time and then sometimes they lose the path and go back to, to number one, station one, with the Prophet والسلام, and we understand most Anbiya or Rusul were like that. But with the Prophet in particular, they say, ulama say, his was a very sharp ascent continuously going upwards towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So every time he climbed the next ladder, he sought forgiveness from Allah and repented sincerely to him because he realized the station in which he stayed was not befitting the way in which he worshipped and served Allah Almighty. That's why. So when he realized more and gained more and more knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, only then he understood that the way he conducted himself prior to that was not good enough. He should have done better. Ya Rasulullah, Ya Habib Allah, the beloved of Allah, Safiullah, the most pure of all. Imam al-Muttaqeen, he thought like that. And we too can feel something of that nature, something like it. So there is no excuse but to constantly 
keep seeking forgiveness for any sorts of sin that we may have committed and continuously turn to Allah in repentance. And what do scholars say as well? The only one, the only person who will never benefit from these amazing gifts from Allah, these unbelievable practices, seeking forgiveness and repenting to Allah, turning to Him in repentance, is the person who never tries doing any of those two things. Is the person who never raised his or her hands and sought forgiveness from the most forgiving, the oft forgiving. And the one who never tried to turn towards the Almighty Allah. They are the only people who don't benefit from istighfar and tawbah. Every, everyone else has tremendous benefits. Now, they also speak of three degrees or elements of turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance. The very first one <coughs> is tawbah, which really means tawbah from sins that we have committed. We committed certain sins, so we make sincere tawbah for those sins. The next degree is awbah which means turning away from every kind of blameworthy trait. So basically, you just want to shun away any kind of bad character. You leave it, divorce it, triple divorce. Don't do anything blameworthy. That's awba. And the third kind or degree is inaba. And this is the state the Qur'an mentions, for example, of Sayyidina Ibrahim والسلام, Dawood, and other Anbiya or Rusul, but we understand other pious people can attain to it. What it is? Turning away from everything except Allah. That's inaba. وَمَا تَوْفِيقِي إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ وَإِلَيْهِ أُنِيبَ Munib biqalbin munib highest levels of Jannah. Anyone who comes to Allah with the heart which is at this degree, free of everything else but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, pure safi, he will meet his Lord Radin pleased with him and him or her pleased with the Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among those and of those, inshaAllah ta'ala. So I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the same very words of our beloved Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam to bless us in this month of Rajab and the following month of Sha'ban. But of course we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to witness, to reach the blessed month of Ramadan as well. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to turn to Him. Nobody can make tawbah unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the permission for the person to do so. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He makes us of those who will practice tawbah at all times and seek Allah's forgiveness at all times, day and night, in private, in public, whatever, and it, however it may be, from every kind of sin that we have committed. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of course, that He accepts our tawbahs and that He forgives us our sins, however big or minor or major they may be. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all and grant us the highest levels in Jannah, inshallah ta'ala. I say this this and I thank Allah Almighty for you. Forgive me, for He is the Most Merciful.